The topic is how do you deal with misunderstanding in your marriage in marriage. And my name is Paul Friedman. I founded the Marriage Foundation. And I think you're going to find the answers that I give you very different from what you'll find from other people. Because we're not mainstream. I don't have a background in psychotherapy. I worked with psychologists over 20 years ago when I was a divorce mediator and I got my clients from them. But I didn't like how they worked with their clients because their clients all ended up being my clients. And they will talk about how to argue, how to work through problems. And I'm an expert on that, truly. A divorce mediator is basically a communications expert and a mediator. That's what we do is we mediate problems. So we work through misunderstandings when I was doing that all the time. That was my job and it was very simple. And I could tell you if you want to be a mediator, I could tell you how to do that. But to be a husband or a wife, you don't want to be a mediator. It's not what a marriage is all about. Your marriage is not a business. It's not a team. It's not a partnership. Your marriage is a marriage. It's much higher than those others. And I know these terms are tossed around. You know, if people are not officially married, they call each other a partner, but it's not a partnership. In a partnership, there's expectations, you see. And in a marriage, which is based on love and happiness, expectations are like throwing metal filings into your oil before you put the oil into your car. It's just going to damage everything. Expectations are what you don't want. Misunderstandings are always based on, guess what? expectations. You expect one thing, your husband or your wife expected something else, and now you're trying to work it out amicably, but the heat gets turned up because you're not getting your way. Anger comes out, and that's even actually why you've searched for this video. How do I work through the understandings, the misunderstandings? So, I'm going to tell you exactly what to do and you're going to go, yeah, but. And when I used to work with people and I would explain things, well, before I could explain fully, someone would inevitably say, yeah, but. And I go, oh, here come the yeah, but birds. I gave them a cute little name and the yeah, but birds poop on us. So I'm going to tell you what you should and shouldn't do right off the bat. And then I'll get into it a little deeper. So again, a misunderstanding is where expectations are not meeting. Okay, I just gave you the best hint of all. If you get rid of your expectations, you've gotten rid of your misunderstanding. But, yeah, but. <laughs> and there we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The voice of reason back in the building with yet another mind slapping, twisting topic. And I don't know why my co host tonight 
legendary chef, <laughs> all-around intellectual giant, master of the English language, <laughs> literature. He studied at Cambridge. <laughs> My brother Tony Massey joins the oh, fray. Man, what does this have to do with the topic? No. This, <laughs> hey, this all fits right God, in. I don't know, though. Gain clarity in love. Do you have a problem or is it a problem of perception? Mm. Yeah, I'm not I'm not getting rid of my expectations. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he had a good point. He He had a good point. He didn't, though. Yes, he did. If I walk into a steak restaurant with no expectations. (laughs) But that's a steak restaurant. I'm walking into a marriage. I'm walking into a relationship. That's not a marriage. You're right. That's why it's an analogy. (laughs) Again. I have expectations. Steaks aren't spiritual. Relationships are. Here we go. It's going to be a fun one. Y'all, you can drop your expectations if you want to. Your heart going to be broken. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason returns to KBLA Talk 1580. You already know what it is. We got a great topic provided to us by our friend, yeah. Tony Massey. Tony comes in here. Tony is the consummate social <laughs> automaton. He is robotic. In the way that he... What? <laughs> what? Are you not Mr. Rules I and Regulations? I am pliable. No. I am oh, malleable. What no. are you talking about? Oh, you're scalable, too. No, you're not. <laughs> you no. call me Mr. Plato. No. I, I wrap around whatever is... That is not the truth. And you know it. Okay. <laughs> On certain things, I, I can be, you know, a little... Movable, but but for the most part, <laughs> you know. Again, misunderstandings in relationships. Do you have a problem, or is your perspective the problem? Yeah. Why is it that we suffer? Many of us suffer in trying to understand just who our partner is. Hmm. Don't even get to what they want. You got to first. Who are you? Who are you? Right. And that's a tough question to ask when you're still trying to field the answer for yourself. Sure. When it comes to understanding your significant other, do you have a problem or a problematic perspective? Yes. I I I love that question because I wrote it. Of course. I love it. How do you call yourself to the floor? I I, I love the the alliteration in it. There I love <laughs> Here. Because I, I do. I, I mean, I, know, I know. I, I wrote I'm, this, and it's very beautiful. I've been on the show long enough to know <laughs> the Socratic questions come and then the discussion later. But if I could just deviate <laughs> momentarily, I think this is the issue with most people. It's not your problem. It's your perspective of the problem. It's your vantage point. Ooh. It's the whole making a mountain out of a molehill situation that so many people suffer from. Or turning a molehill into a mountain, or that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's like, in high, that's why hindsight is twenty twenty because not only does it give you a chance to look at what the problem was, but what doesn't happen, and this is the opportunity that's missed, is look at how did you 
view the problem when you thought it was a problem, oh, right? Interesting. And if you did that, then maybe the next time you have that molehill, you'll treat it for what it, you know, for what it is, for what it is, a molehill. Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. Go ahead, ladies and gentlemen. It's going down already. Get to your phone lines. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. We want the whole nation yeah. to Bring jump in because I already know. <laughs> I already know. People struggle with yeah. understanding absolutely in intimate relationships. Absolutely. The, the guy in the clip brought up a salient point, though. When you are <laughs> lost as a person, uh-huh. yet you are clear on your expectations, there will be disappointment when those expectations are not fulfilled. Agree or disagree? I agree with that. And what he's saying is, if we start getting down to the nuts and bolts of what it means to be a human being, mm-hmm. all the significant work... Right. For an individual to glow up is internal. Agree or disagree? Agree. You're the you're the chief. You're the CEO of your happiness. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're the CEO of your self-esteem. Sole proprietor. You're the CEO of your self-worth. Yeah. You are the CEO of your sense of self, your self-concept. Right. Nobody else really knows that better than you, right? True. Ah. Now, throw in the layer of expectation. Yeah, but. (laughs) Right? Throw in the layer of expectation. Okay. When I'm in a relationship to get, the relationship is doomed. Do you agree or disagree? Yeah, I... I I I agree with the premise. You understand, right? I understand it. Yeah. If you're solely here to get something, right? You're not dating a person. You're dating an outcome, and those outcomes are attached to expectations. True. Now, if we're talking about the core things like being happy, self-esteem, self-worth, self-approval, self-appreciation, self-acknowledgement, if you're doing all of that for yourself, does this not lessen the expectation? On your partner to do it? It does, but there should be an expectation that you help maintain the environment where I can continue to do it. Uh, don't come in here with no mess. I'm just saying. That's what ru- you're saying. Don't ruin. Don't I, come in my house arguing. I, I, I've created I've created an oasis, and here you come with your, with your stuff that don't fit. Anywhere in my place, <laughs> and now I got to make room for but you. But this is misunderstanding right here. The person might feel unwelcomed in your space. You're welcome in my space as long as you follow the rules, guidelines that I set forth and, and for my space. And the passport that we give I'm you. Just, <laughs> I'm just saying, you could try, try, try right now to go to Canada with with no paperwork. They go tear you go. They go turn you around, brother. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Everybody has rules. Everyone has guidelines that you have to meet in order to enter into their space. Is it wrong? From I mean, am I really expected to just abandon all that and just let you in? And so maybe it's not a perspective thing. Maybe it's more like an agreement. Yeah, if you agree to not interrupt my peace, then come on in. Oh, get yourself something cold to drink. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason is on fire. Gain clarity in love. It, is it a problem or a perspective? 
When it comes to understanding your significant other, do you have a problem or a problematic perspective? I need you to define what a problematic perspective is. I think it's, and this was, I was accused of this at one point in my life. It's viewing everything through the lens of pain, hmm. right? Or hurt or disappointment or, or whatever. It's, it's the comfort that we feel in expecting things to go wrong because I, I've already dealt with that. And so it's, it's, it's refusing to allow myself to elevate beyond any place I've ever been because I'm not afraid of the elevation. I'm afraid of what I feel is the, is the eventual fall. Right. Uh, Krishnamurti said it uh, this way. He says, we're not afraid of the unknown. Right. We're afraid of the known coming to an end. Right. Right. So, but those are traumatized people, Tone. Are we all? <laughs> when we come forward, myself and Tone, we about to get into the misunderstandings of love. That 90s R&B in well, the building. never go out of style. You underdig? The voice of reason never. is on fire tonight. And, of course, my playlist is my co-host along with my brother, Tony Mass. What up, y'all? This is Tony's topic. Why you sound all exasperated? <laughs> because misunderstandings are par for the course for intimate relationships, and the good ones figure out a way to work through it. I, I, I You know what, Zoe? I... One of the things that really uh, frustrates me about your thought process <laughs> is how you are an advocate for harmony in the midst of chaos, and and your and the way you facilitate that transition is to look within and not without, right? So hold on, you hold on. Let me just be clear. Yeah. You gonna come on my show no, I'm, and attack Rich? I'm not attacking anything. I'm not attacking anything. I'm just I'm sharing my frustration because I've been in relationships and I know that uh, many times I was the problem and I'm, I'm okay with that. But I guess the way you frame things, it's like it's almost like okay, if you want to turn this chaos into peace, look within, let some things go. Yes, it's not that serious. Right build inside yeah that's ridiculous no it's not <laughs> it is and i'm gonna hit you with this seeing you want to be funny style on the voice <laughs> of reason what i'm gonna hit you with this harmony is chaos okay what, what are we what are we saying i don't understand is this some theoretical uh the physics hey they're not the same you need different <sighs> chords to create harmony right and where there are differences, this is where misunderstanding comes from. Oh. I, yeah. No, I, I, I you it. like that, don't you? Yeah, that's good. It's, I'm that's the good. voice of reason, that's brother. Good. Don't ever. My bad. Don't. don't <laughs> I, yield, I yield to you. <laughs> don't ever come for me on, on my own show. I was just sharing my thoughts. Is that's that, all I was doing. I, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't going to attack you. Your brother tried to attack me. Never that. Never that. <laughs> Harmony is a type of chaos. No, I okay. You got different chords right. that come together to create harmony. Sure. So now that means each chord is making space for, for the, the other. For the the right. difference in the other. Right. The right. Resonance right. in the other. Right. 
See? Right, okay. You thought you was... No, I like that. That's you, good. That was really good. You, you sure? Yeah, yeah, that was... It was fly, right? That was dope. That was, that hey! was dope. <laughs> no, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Can misunderstandings and conflicts in relationship often be traced back to differing perspectives of shared experiences? I would say yes. To what extent can shifting our perspective from me to we improve the dynamics and problem solving within a relationship? How might preconceived notions, assumptions about gender roles and expectations impact the way we perceive our roles within an intimate relationship? These are some very heavy questions, yeah. Tony. I think you did a good job here. Thank you. Thank you. You know, for the Socratic <laughs> process that we laid out. Why is it that I struggle to understand my woman? Why is it that she struggles to understand me? Yeah. And what would you say the purpose of misunderstanding is in an intimate relationship? I, I think it's the, it, it, it triggers or signals rather, it signals the presence of honesty. And what I mean by that is if I've always said, if you're in a relationship, if, whenever I hear couples say we never fight, then what I what I hear is we lie. We lie a lot. We lie. We've never been honest with each other. If We've we never been fighting, vulnerable right. with one another. We we one of us is very passive and we've allowed the other one to be so aggressive that you've literally lost yourself in that other person. Mm. You don't have an opinion. Enmeshment. Yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah. And, and I don't know that that's healthy. No, it's not healthy. Because I think that once you're, I think the, the, the problem with being muted is at some point you're not going to know, you're not going to have anything to say. Mm. It, it, and it's not that you don't, you're not running out of things to say. You just, you, you've decided that your voice means has no value anymore. Because of what you've allowed yourself to play into. Right. But then all it takes is one person to come along and say, talk to me. And it doesn't even have to be someone of the opposite sex. So, just be someone who sees you, who values you. So would you disagree with this? All misunderstanding in your relationship would go away if you had a better understanding of self. I, see, that's the part that I, I, I struggle with. I think misunderstandings is, I, I, I want to say something. Uh -huh. And maybe I don't know how to articulate it in a way that it could be easily consumed by my partner. Is it, is it a messenger issue? Or a receiver issue? It could be both. To what degree if am I... If the messenger is a mess, <laughs> can, <laughs> can you blame the receiver because the messenger was a mess? To what degree <laughs> am I responsible for the receiver's ability to receive my message? Well, if it's a message mm -hmm. describing the essence and truth of who you are, right. you are greatly responsible shouldn't i just find a new receiver <laughs> receiver that oh is so a you little think more in their ears something wrong with their ears i'm just saying maybe you're just unable to you know it's like it's like oh, if you're i've been i've traveled the world and it's some and i've heard people say you know does anyone speak english and what what has happened is they've tried to send a message have gotten exasperated and exhausted because the, the the receiver is not able to understand the message, and so they go looking for another receiver so to translate the message. So you're looking for, does anyone speak Tony? 
That's what you're looking for. That would be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anybody out here that speak Tony? Man. But think about the things that we ask for. Right. Think about the things that we desire. When you're talking to people that are wise, you know what they say? Are you sure you want that? True. Yeah. A lot of people want a lot of things. Yeah. And they're not 100% sold on what they claim they want. True. And yet, they're upset when they're misunderstood. When we come forward, <laughs> the voice of reason. I'm going to the phone lines because Tony in here tripping. What? I want to talk what? to the folks on the line. To operate in romantic life under the mistaken view unconsciously imported from law courts and school debating traditions, that the person who is right or has the stronger case should legitimately win any argument. But this is fundamentally to misunderstand what the point of relationships might be. It is not to defeat an opponent. There are no prizes for winning other than self-satisfied loneliness. The point is more to try to help each other to evolve into the best versions of ourselves. There's a kind of argument that erupts when one partner has a largely correct insight into the problems of their partner. With a stern, masterful and almost gleeful tone, Tony. they may declare, you've been drinking too much, or you hogged the conversation at the party, or you're always boasting, or you don't take enough responsibility, or you waste far too much time online, or you never take enough exercise. The insight is maybe not wrong, that is what's so tricky. The critic is correct, but they are unable to win because there are no prizes in love for correctly discerning the flaws of our partners. Indeed, paradoxically, by attacking a partner with clinical energy, we reduce our chances of ever reaching the real goal, the evolution of the person we have to live with. When we are on the receiving end of a difficult insight into our failings, what makes us bristle and deny everything isn't generally the accusation itself. We know our flaws all too well. It's the surrounding atmosphere. We know the other person is right. We just can't bear to take their criticism on board, given how severely it's been delivered. So we start to deny everything, not because the accusations are wrong, but because we're terrified. The light of truth is shining too brightly. You scare people, Tony. First of all, I don't appreciate you putting the camera on me knowing what that clip said. <laughs> you scare people. Well, I, no, I don't. I, I, no, I don't. Okay, Tony, you got a little bit of insight. But you can't be the master of your partner's experience. That's why I say uh, misunderstandings are inherent in relationships and the good ones make space to create harmony out of the discord yeah yeah so what i'm what i'm what i'm hearing is yeah (laughs) my my partner has a problem that's causing uh chaos in our relationship right the right thing for me to do is not bring it to their attention in a way that allows them to accept it and modify that behavior. What I should do is just sit silently while the walls of Jericho fall around down around us and just bite my tongue because it's not my job to bring to the. I thought relationships were a mirror. They Apparently are. it's a one way mirror because <laughs> There's no reflection on their part. I I hear where you're going, Tony, but people process and deal with 
tough situations and conflict in their life, they deal with it in different ways. And this is my issue, Zoe. Why should I have to be the the resting place for all of your un, un- Because you love them. <laughs> That's the end of it. So I, I had to so- sound like somebody's grandfather. <laughs> you, you said you wanted the girl, right? <laughs> you you chose that woman, right? I did. And you knew everything that was going down when you chose her, right? I, I had an idea. You love the girl then, man. So I'm I'm the I'm the the resting place for all her unresolved trauma. Man is an acronym. Oh Lord. <laughs> Somebody uncle right now. Yeah. Man is an acronym for manifest answers now. Okay. Figure it out. You love the girl, don't you? I do. You try to make it work, right? I'm trying. Then it, it tries to fail, man. You heard Yoda? Do. <laughs> There is no or do try. not. There yeah. is no try. That's yeah. what you got to do, man. I, I you got to put the work in. And, and where does all my trauma go then, Zoe? While I'm holding all her bags, what do I do with all my stuff? Now, this is where we come together. Okay. I do believe the supporter needs to be supported, too. Oh, but who's going to do that? Because I'm sitting here silently watching her tear through our relationship. No, what it is is you're waiting to get your questions answered. You want clarity. I do. I do. And so, not d- but if they're going through something, Tony, but they, this is how you exacerbate a misunderstanding n- that was once a molehill. No, but this is the comp- This is where compromise becomes an issue. Then you start getting hit with, you never have a problem with that. You always allow that. What, now you're switching things up on me. Because you're switching up, Tony. So I'm selling you from the very beginning. That Do not be- compromise. <laughs> 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 on the first date. All right, here we go. Callers are on the line from all over the nation. They want to talk. Let's get it cracking. Who's been on the longest? Oh, my brother Nazarene X from Atlanta, Georgia. Get in here. Right in the mix, boy. It's going fire. I love when y'all get together, bro. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Man, look. This whole perspective thing, I just start with, at the end of the day, I think a lot of our problems come because in general, off the top, we are all out here speaking a foreign language anyway. So we're trying to utilize a language that we feel like we know, but inbuilt to English in general, it's built for conflicts of interest. Mm. So we got to like really be dialed in to what we mean when we say or express whatever we are doing. And thus, our perspectives, just like I heard KRS say, you know, in regards to hip-hop, like, our worlds are ruled by our world or words, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, a plumber can walk into a room and identify a bunch of different stuff, and the the painter may not know what he's talking about. So, it's just like, you, you come with a certain level of vocabulary, so what may be a problem for someone else might be one of your superpowers that you just not willing to let go of or it might actually serve you and you got to have conviction to stand in that if that's your truth but then also like if someone can offer you a level of insight or nephew. y'all can get to a common ground mm-hmm. ne- nephew you know tony ain't listening to you yes no all i was i actually wisdom. have a follow-up question no <laughs> all this wisdom, i'm listening to all of it i love nephew it. done called in here with 
And I see you on your phone, Tony. No, I'm. We I, have a disconnect here, Tony. I was formulating a question. As my brother, Tony, you disrespect no, the I'm show. No, I'm not. So that's when I have a question. I, I love the analogy of the plumber and the painter. To what extent does the plumber, uh, if if we walk into that same room, but it's a plumbing problem, shouldn't the painter yield to the plumber's expertise? Absolutely. What if he doesn't want to? To what extent is the plumber now responsible for 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 silencing the painter because his words, as you said, are now problematic? His perspective is problematic. Then respectfully say all mess and cleanup is your responsibility. Hey. <laughs> How about that, Tony? So who's going to say that? The plumber? No, you say that to whoever is the plumber or the painter in the relationship. Most of the time, I'm the plumber. All right, then. You tell the painter, since uh, yeah. you want to... Uh, no, I'm trying to prove a point. The point that I'm making... That's your problem right there. You're always trying to prove no, a point. No, no. I'm trying... You, you, made a, you made a great point. We're, we're all speaking a different language. Right. So to, to, at, at some point, the, lang- the, per, the, the pervasive language needs to be spoken, and the other one needs to be silenced. This is... I'm, I'm right... No, that's I'm what it is, Naz- Tony. I'm not right. I'm just get right, in here, right now. Uh, Nazarene. Get in here, brother. Uh, Uncle Tony, I hear you, right? Uh-huh. This is this is our scenario there, right? What we got to first look at, and you you have merit from your your standpoint of drawing the question, right? Even if it's a plumbing problem, if you have a painter on the premises that does not belong, that's one thing. But if the painter is supposed to be there and y'all are supposed to be in the same, you know, vicinity and the work that the plumber is there to execute upon is going to affect what the painter is there to do, too. Like, you can do the plumber thing, but as the painter, they should be able to say, hey, well, while you do that, here's some, uh, what you call a painter's tape, the carpenting tape, so that the spackle doesn't interfere with what I'm here to do. Maybe I'm here, you know, on the wrong day. But if Tony, we both here, Tony, Tony we got to yield to no. one another. He no. doesn't agree to it. First of all, this is a plumbing issue. Your painter's tape ain't going to do nothing for me. It's going to get wet and get in the way. I need you to stay in your lane. That's what I need you to do. And, you, and, right and, that's, now, and that's the superintendent. Yes, sir. Tony, <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10, Tony, 10 being the highest, 1 being the lowest. Okay. How much of a controller are you in your relationship? Uh, three. Three. Tony, it doesn't sound like it. I, I don't control any. I am not a controlling person. But if I'm right about something. Okay, on a scale of one to ten. <laughs> <laughs> how much of a writer-holic no, are I, you? No, I do not argue with wisdom. When, when someone Ooh. makes, I don't. When someone makes a point, if I'm in a debate. And someone made someone made the comment that there's no trophies unless you're the debate team or whatever. I get that, but if I'm in a debate and I and I recognize that there's an expert in the room, I yield to that person's expertise, Me and too, I just I just sure. want the same energy. That's all. So you want your significant other to yield to your expertise on the topic that we're your, discussing. Your grandiose. No, I see you. Your, you add words. The, <laughs> The aura of Tony. No, no. You, the Lord has arrived. You try to turn me into a megalomaniac. And that's Bend not, the knee. That's not no. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, Nazarene X, we appreciate the call, brother. Hey, keep it live. Yeah. <laughs> you brought Atlanta, Georgia in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. When we come forward, we're going to Newport Beach to talk to our friend, Sean. KBLA Talk 1580, the voice of reason. Do you have ongoing misunderstandings with your partner? If so, could your perspective be the real problem? The great Krishnamurti put it this way. How do you listen? Do you listen with your projections? Through your projection, through your ambitions, desires, fears, anxieties, uh, through hearing only what you want to hear or only what will be satisfactory, what will gratify, what will comfort, what will for the moment alleviate suffering. If you listen through the screen of your desires, then you obviously listen to your own voice. You are listening to your own desires. And is there any other form of listening? Is it not important to find out how to listen, not only to what is being said, but to everything, to the noise in the street? to the chatter of the birds, to the noise of the train car, to the restless sea, to the voice of your husband, to your wife, to your friends, to the cry of the baby. Listening has importance only when one is not projecting one's own desires through which one listens. Can one put aside all of these screens through which we listen? And really listen? The great Krishnamurti, he's saying we've never heard each other. Because we're listening through the screens of I don't want to do this again. Through the screens of I hope this doesn't happen again. Mm -hmm. Through the screen of I'm tired of being misunderstood. Yeah. Right? So now that becomes the ambition for what we want from another. Right. So I'm asking you, Tony. Why so aggressive? Because <laughs> Tony ain't up for none of this. No, I, I, I I recognize that the the we have this. A lot of us have this very unrealistic expectation that if I change my partner, I'll change my experience. And I like no. It. If you change yourself, you will change your experience. No, no. I I think that's the right that's the right answer. But I think a lot of us operate in the space where if all I need to do is change my partner. Right. I just need a better person. Right. Not be a better person. Ooh. I just need to be I just I just need a better person, right? Ooh. It's like it's like packing all your stuff and moving into a different apartment and then unpacking all your stuff and realizing it wasn't the apartment. It was all your stuff. You know what I mean? Like you need new stuff. Right. Which which to me is the internal. Uh-huh. And when you operate in that fallacy, you just keep ruining relationships. And you start asking silly questions like, why do I always attract this type of person? Or why do I always, you know, why is it it isn't what's the common denominator? But to me, that's the manifestation of misunderstanding right there. I I, no, I if you ask the question, why do I always get this? Right. That that there's a misunderstanding right there. No, I agree. Because you don't know why. No, you do. And this is where this some is where people you, don't. This know. is where you let you let people off the hook. I don't opinion. let anybody off. I Are think you, you coming do. for me again? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying, I think, 
I think people are more aware of their issues than we give them credit for. They might be aware of the issue, but do they know where it came from? Do they know how it evolved? Do they know what level of power it has in their decision-making process when it comes to dating? Is it necessary to know the origin of a problem in order to fix it? Not necessarily. So but let's, I, wait, let's wait, focus on fixing the wait, problem wait, and the on. origin will reveal itself. I would say, psychologically speaking, especially when you're dealing with uh, relationships, yes, the origin matters. Because part of the solution is in your origin story. Okay. So sometimes you have to go back to go, huh, wow, but, this is where I got that. Oh, this is why I was made to feel small. But how does that... How does that Fix. I mean, how does that lend to? Okay, you have daddy issues. Yeah. How does recognizing that then provide any type of roadmap? You to want me a, to help you with it? So solution. Once Please. you know better, you do better. But For you many know. People, but you know better already. No, That's the problem I Tony. Have. Nobody has a toolbox ready to go that they fully understand the contents of. To, most people don't know. To that. me, it's like driving around with your with your check engine light on. You don't know what's wrong with the car, but you know something is wrong. Go get your car fixed. Where do I where do I start? At the mechanic, man. Just, <laughs> Just go to the mechanic. That's good. Go to a therapist. They'll figure it out. Then but what, I think I think so. What happens when the mechanic is a dirty mechanic? I mean what I mean that's a part of the process. That's a part of the process. But you know that something's wrong with the car. Yeah. Something's wrong. Yes. And I think so many of us are just riding around just just with the check engine light on, just ignoring it. Wonder there why are, it won't go yes, off. Yes, yes, but you have people uh, so that are I, truly afraid to look inward. I agree. So when this I encounter this, Carl Young. So when we encounter, when someone who has done the work has encountered these people, mm -hmm. am I really supposed to just sit in the passenger Wait, seat? Hold on. And look over and see the light. Just uh, you, Listen, I see it. You what I'm not going to do <laughs> is let you call folk these people. That's what I'm not going to do. You will not disrespect the mantle of the voice of reason. Now, when we come forward, I didn't had about enough of Tony. When we come forward, we're going to talk to some callers tonight because Tony and oh, these man. people, this is all too much. One of the great dangers of communication is that people can misunderstand our intentions. We say one thing, we mean one thing, and people make something else of it. People make a completely different interpretation, they misinterpret our intention, and it can result in all sorts of trouble. In this video, I'm gonna teach you a method that Abraham Lincoln used repeatedly to great effect to avoid misunderstanding. Hi everybody, I'm Bruce Lambert from HowCommunicationWorks.com, a channel where I teach you communication skills so you can improve your relationships, succeed at work, and have more confidence. Let's get started. Communication is difficult and challenging. And one of the reasons it's difficult and challenging is that we can't always make ourselves perfectly understood. A lot of times we say something and we intend to mean something and the people who we're talking to appear to hear something different. They draw different inferences than the ones we want them to. They come to different conclusions than the one we want them to. And it can create all sorts of difficulties when people do not understand our intended meaning. But it's really difficult to avoid this because the whole goal of communication is to, to convey to another person our intentions, our intended meaning. 
And the other person, the person listening, their goal is to understand the speaker's intentions. But intentions are largely hidden, right? They're thoughts and they're private. We can try to make them public, but we, we almost never make them completely explicit. We say a bunch of things to try to clarify our intentions, but mostly communication is inferential. I've talked about this in the blog a lot of times, and I'll link to, or in the description I'll link to, to one of the blogs that talks about this at length. But communication, people have a, the wrong idea about it. They think it's like, um, uh, understanding a code, decoding a coded message, but it's really much more like solving a mystery. And the idea is that the words a person speaks, as well as all the other information in the situation are like clues. And what we're trying to do is decode, is, is um, uh, understand, unravel the mystery of what their intentions are. So we're like Sherlock Holmes. We're looking at every clue in order to understand someone's intentions. And often there are very few, cue, very few cues. We have the words people said, and we also have their posture, gesture, facial expression, the circumstances, the context, what I know about what they know, what I know about they know I know, our past history, all these things, the uh, rate, volume, and pitch of their speech, all these things are clues to what they might mean. But in the end... And once again, the voice of reason on KBLA Talk 1580 from the heart of Africa Town. You already know what it is, a.k.a. Lamert Park. What up, Lamert Park? Zoe Williams is here with you. My brother Tony is here. We just played this amazing clip, and Tony disagreed with 90% of everything that was said. Why, Tony? Because I am not Sherlock Holmes. I am not Scooby-Doo. I, I am not the Bloodhound Gang. I, why do I have to sit here and go through your collection of clues in order to figure out what you're saying? You're an adult speak just say what you mean and mean what you say Tony. communicate effectively it is not it is not my responsibility to navigate the, the 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 swamps of your pain to find out what you want just tell me what you want now listen we have some amazing therapists here on KBLA okay. 1580 i'm going to suggest that <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to suggest I'm sorry. <laughs> I just spit at the biggest uh, germaphobe. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What in the world? I'm so sorry. So. I'm I'm going to suggest. I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> that you call her, Jashana Johnson. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't worry. I got I got, got lights off. Don't worry. Oh my god. I, am, I, do not need, I do not need psychotherapy. Yes, you do. You're telling me that it is my job to sit here and navigate through all your crap in order to figure out what you're saying? Uh, Grow if, up. If you want to understand. I think the person that needs the therapist is the person who does not have the ability to effectively communicate. Tony, you make it seem like you got communication down to a science. I don't, but I, I you don't have to sit You're here. You're just better than your partner. No, no. So I'm you s- want power over them. You want no. dominion in no, your relationship. No, Zoe, you're putting words in my mouth. Okay. I'm saying at the very least, if I'm in a relationship with an adult, which I only engage with adults, then at the very least, you should be able to communicate effectively. 
Why do I have to sit here and try to put clues together? Your posture, your tone, your your tenor, your all this other. That's ridiculous. That's asking too much. Is it? It is. I don't think so. Deal with your stuff. For the average people on planet Earth, you think that's too much? Deal with your stuff and then come talk to me like a grown-up. You make it seem like dealing with your stuff is like going down to CVS and buying <laughs> some a- antacids. No. It ain't that easy. Go through the, Get into therapy. Listen, Jashana Johnson said it. <laughs> Dr. Sunshine, Shalonda Crawford said it. Uh, Dr. Mayo. Mayumi McKinley, uh, Delana Zimmerman. Man, our, our nervous systems are dating. Our wounds are dating. Trauma bonding. It's more than just somebody in here talking. Listen here. I'm a little bit further along in spiritual <laughs> development than you are. So what that means is by default, de facto ruler of this particular relationship would be me. So any problems you have, run them across me before you try to handle them yourself. <laughs> Listen. I'm not saying that. That's really if, what you if, said. If, if in order for me to, okay, then if in order for me to communicate with you, I have to go through a set of clues with, with you know, then that, don't you think that's but, a problem? But what if they're learning to open up? What if they're learning to be vulnerable? What if they're learning to share? What if this is the first environment that a that provided enough safety for them to tiptoe out a little bit in communication. That's unfortunate. No, it's not. <laughs> it is. That's actually attributed to you nah, because you made the space, the environment, yeah. safe enough for them to even do what they haven't done to this point. And, and that's great for you, but what about me? Boy, What Tony. about me? No, I'm saying. So what am I doing in, while you're going through this, this, uh, this you know, this process of 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 revolution and, and you know revelation and all this other stuff the the lights are shining all of I'm in so, the dark let me just say you got to win when they win no i, I don't I don't need no, to no, win no. when you win but no. I don't want to lose in order for you to win but you like one of them dogs you got to eat you know how the dogs eat? They got to eat together. Like, when he eat, we eat, right? No, I just don't want to lose because you won. That's all I'm saying. Oh, man. And, and I think, and, and if that's I'm some, honest. That's some slight collection. No, if, I, if I'm honest, uh, I think too many people are, are really comfortable using their past as a crutch for not doing the work to have a better future. Right, I was I, raised I like much. this. Yeah, so this is who I am. Right, right. Okay, I, I, and I've always said this: you can blame your childhood for your problems, right up until the point where you realize your childhood is the reason for your problems. Once you come to that moment of revelation, right, then you need to start doing the work. But if you're still blaming your parents for your problems in your forties, come on, man, you're, well, you are you a parent. Well, if you haven't done the work yet, then it's not your parents anymore. It's you. You're the problem. Uh. Your problem is your unwillingness to deal with whatever is causing you to have these issues. Lord. It's not my job to come along and say, okay, well, I put these clues together. I'm playing. Is it, is it the, is it the Colonel Mustard in the, in the, <laughs> in the library with the pipe? Come I'm, on. I, I'm going to do this. Krishnamurti says it this way. If we try, listen, if we try to listen, we find it extraordinarily difficult. Because we are always projecting our opinions and ideas, our prejudices, our background, our inclinations, our impulses. When they dominate, we hardly listen at all to what's being said. 
one listens and therefore learns only in a state of silence in which the whole background background is in abeyance is quiet then it seems to me it is possible to communicate what he's saying is all that stuff you was talking about the baggage and all that and everything and whatever you can't have true communication if it's being filtered through your projections, your opinions, your ideas, your prejudices, your backgrounds, your inclinations, your impulses. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because I those do. things are trying to dominate the outcome. They want an outcome. They need to be satiated. Right. So people are dating outcomes. Right. The potential of what I can get out of this. They're not trying to fully understand themselves. So they're in a space of self misunderstanding. They're going into the relationship. They want a particular outcome. Mm -hmm. So they feel like I don't even have to worry about being understood or misunderstood. I just need to perform and behave in alignment to what the, uh, these uh, wounds are demanding they should have. That's most people. Right. Tony. <laughs> what? That's you, me? That's you too. No. I don't come into a relationship expecting outcomes. You don't be projecting. Uh, projecting my, my your trauma? Your opinions, your belief, your ideas, your prejudices, I'm your not background. projecting anything. I'm sharing. Oh, now you're sharing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the phone lines, man. Tony playing, man. He, no, I'm not. When we come forward, we're going to talk to the callers finally because right. I'm arguing with Tony. But you know what? I ain't going to argue no more. Ladies and gentlemen, my playlist is my co-host. Who is that? That's Brandy from her oh, first wow. album. That's a throwback. And, and this wasn't even a single. Yeah, I, I don't remember ever hearing that. Come on, man. One of the best records on that album. Yeah. yeah. No, that was good. You used listening. You had, you had that look on yeah, your face like, what, like is what, what is this? Yeah. yeah. The Voice of Reason is live on KBLA Talk 1580. We're talking about misunderstandings in relationship. I'm trying to help my brother. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Tony. I'm good. I'm Gucci. No, no. I'm Tony. so good. No, no. You struggle. You, <laughs> you struggle with making space for others. No, I don't. I, I make plenty of space for others. All right. Here we go. To the extent that I have it to give. And then you take it back <laughs> when you see that they're not performing to your standards. No. Tell the truth and shame the devil, that Tony. A, that is a mischaracterization <laughs> of how I feel. I, I, all I'm simply saying is we both need to show up as our best selves. Okay. That's all. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Callers, let's get them in here. Sean from Newport Beach. What up, Sean? Hey, Brother Zoe, Zoda, and Mr. Massey. Mr. Let me tell Massey. you, number one, <laughs> hey, I've been listening, and I listen, I listen to some of you. Look, you, when you have a friend like Mr. Massey that will tell you exactly what he thinks, even if it, he's disagreeing with you, that is a brother. That is your brother. That is a guy you can rely on, see, because... Here's the thing with the relationships, as an old-ass guy like I am, and don't worry, I won't cuss, is that, you know, <laughs> you need to understand the people that are there by you shoulder to shoulder. And they aren't there all the damn time. But I'll tell you what, 
we don't want to be a, a biconceptual, which a lot of people are. What I mean by a biconceptual, sometimes in your workplace, you'll be like, oh, I'm all friendly with you and I'll agree with everything, go along to get along. And then when you're at your home, in your family, you're kind of your true self, all right? And what I'm saying here is that Mr. Massey was was just raising his, you know, concerns and his beliefs on things. And I'll tell you what, when you have experiences with your with someone that you want to be with, like be with sexually and be a part of, you know, have that relationship like marriage and stuff like that, you know, you better be darn good at other relationships. And that's what I mean. Because between you two brothers, you guys are actually really good friends, very close. Because he opened up to you and you, you, you did your thing, Zoe, and said you disagreed. That's what it's all about. If you can't have the communications that are difficult, you're not going to be able to have a real relationship with a woman in which that's going to happen, or a man, whatever your situation is, because you're going to have disagreements all the time. And there's nothing wrong with that. Now, you listen all to right. Sean. I, no, I'm, that was wisdom. You listen to Sean. Thank you, Sean. And that don't was, you give him no pushback. No, me. that was straight. That was pure, unadulterated wisdom. I mean, Sean. You, you did curse twice. I have to appreciate you. Sean. I appreciate you. We love you, brother. Absolutely. And I miss you, man. You got to keep calling, more. man. Thank you, man. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call us at 1-800-920-1580. We want to know your perspective and your opinion on being misunderstood. Is your perspective the problem, or do you really have a real problem? That's what Tony brought to the table. The number to dial is 1-800-920-1580. I want to talk to you. Join the discussion. I know you have some insight to share. Let's get to Atala from Houston, Texas. H-Town. Get in here. What up, y'all? Uncle Tony, Uncle Zoe, how are y'all? Oh, we good. We good. In here what's arguing up, up? like two old uncles. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and I'm loving every minute of it, okay? Y'all sound like my people. All we listen is the say, yak. <laughs> yeah, and some dominoes. That's it. Right. <laughs> I got a question for you, though, Uncle Tony. Okay. I have a, I have a serious question. So um, Uncle Joe was kind of talking about making space, right? But who makes space for you in your life? The real you. Ooh. Yeah. Really? That's what just happened. Oh, on national radio? <laughs> yes. It, I, I'll be, this is your life calling. For real. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Uh, that is a great question. And I have, I will be very transparent and say I don't make room for that. And, and I don't. That's why you misunderstood. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, I have, I have a lot of issues with vulnerability in relationships and it does stem from my childhood and I've been working on this. Is why you got to go back to your childhood. No, I, but I get, you tried to argue me down. No, I, I, I what am I going back to the childhood no, 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 no. for? I said Cause it, of that right there. I said it's not a necessary component for a solution. <laughs> yes, it is. And so I'm trying to allow room for people to show up for me in that way. But the difficult part is, um, it, it requires a level of transparency that I'm not always comfortable with. But yet you got you that. you a little further ahead. No, I, and you should by default be I, the leader. I can I can articulate it. 
you just made my point. No, I didn't. Yeah. If did. I was making your point that this is how I'd have answered her questions. Let's hear it. I would have said, I mean, you know, uh, I, uh, uh, you know, I I pray. I, I don't say. Uh, uh, I uh, I don't. No, that's that. that you gotta. Is, if you go mimic me. No, I'm not mimicking you. <laughs> okay. I'm saying that if I was emotionally stunted, like the people you advocate for, then <laughs> I would have answered the question. <laughs> I would have made Atta look for for clues and 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 listen to the the pitch of my voice and all this other stuff. Because I would, I would have not been able to articulate that. I recognize it's a problem, and I'm trying to fix it. What are your three character flaws that you carry into a relationship that you know of off the top, Tony? I I, I tend mm. to be very uh, – I don't make a lot of room for mistakes. I'd be black and white. I tend to be very black You're and white. You're a black and white thinker. That's I, I am. Yeah, that's um, conflict producer. Go ahead. I, I have a problem with space. Physical. No, I say character flaws. That's fine. I mean, we can get into the space no, no, I mean, and the ancillary and tertiary problems <laughs> that you have. But that is not. No, I, it manifests <laughs> in my character in that um, I, I tend to to want space, and I and I, I fear being controlled oh. to the point where mm-hmm. I will I will create manufacture space if I feel like I'm being controlled. A saboteur. Yeah. I'm not a savage. I mean, it's fine. That I'm... is not what I said. <laughs> that's not what I said. <laughs> and the final is, is uh, I tend to, I make decisions so that I don't have to, I, I make decisions in peace so that I don't have to make decisions in, in fear. Mm, right? Interesting. So I, I preempt fearful situations by making decisions that keep me out of those situations i love it so i'll i'll, I'll shut down mm. i'll completely shut Atala, down would you date tony mm. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, <laughs> what just happened see um, this is why i don't open up <laughs> um the question is not would like, i date tony the question right. is have i dated someone like tony and the answer is yes that that wasn't the yes. question. You don't get to change the question, Atala. How you just <laughs> go, Tony? Me. She's dated somebody like you, man. That ain't enough for me. Yes. That, you, yes. See, did it work out? Mm-hmm. Now my abandonment issues. Again. Atala, did it? <laughs> did it work out? No, nah, it crashed and burned wow. <laughs> horribly. I mean, I have a question though. I have another question. Go so, ahead. what would be your advice or your warning to a woman that is interested in pursuing your dating? Oh, that's a great question. I would say understand. Number one, mind your business. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. Spoke when spoken to. No, no, no. Come on, Zoe, that's not who I am. No, I would say, you know, it, it's important to be honest. Um, and, and even if that honesty, I, would, I prefer honesty over empathy. So even if you have to hurt my feelings. Can we have both? Not Gosh. not all the time. Sometimes you have to choose between the two. I would rather you hurt my feelings than break my heart. So just be honest with me. Mm. Isn't that the same? No, because my feelings get healed. But I mean, my, how's she gonna break your heart when she can't get to it? No, she can get to it. It's just it's a very difficult path. Tony, That's this it. this topic should have been called <laughs> "How to Figure Out Tony." Because <laughs> Tony, you you the one that's. <laughs> Listen, Tony, you you all over the place, bro. No, no, I'm not. And so the other thing I would tell her is if if I ask for space, give it to me. 
and don't control the 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 parameters of the space or the time frame of the space. And I'll keep in constant communication. That way you don't have to wonder where you where you stand with me. I'll keep it you'll you'll always know. I'm in the lot across the street. <laughs> the abandoned lot. You gotta, you gotta, I'm in a white van. <laughs> my side what in with the no world? Windows. <laughs> All right, so I got I got one more question, y'all. One more question. One Go more ahead. question. That was good. I got one more question. So when was the last time you did let a woman into your heart, and what was the ultimate result? What hold, did you learn from that? Hold that thought right there. <laughs> when we come forward, Tony is going to answer no, this question. The hell he yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, friends and family, the voice of reason here with my brother Tony Massey. You guys should follow Tony. Hey, Tony, how do people book you like for intimate dinners and yeah uh if you follow me at tony massey cooks on either facebook instagram uh or youtube or tiktok uh just hit me in the dms let me know the size of your party um and then give me an idea of your budget and i'll let you know i am not a caterer i'm a personal chef so the the um, the experience is going to be a little different. I'm not going to be dropping off pans of food. Do I get a discount? Of course. Okay, of course. cool. Uh, of course. Can you cook something this weekend? <laughs> I got you, Zoe. I want salmon croquettes. I, I spit it. in your face. It's the least I can do. <laughs> <laughs> That's the least it's you can do. It's the least I can do. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I want salmon croquettes. I want uh, cornbread. Uh, <laughs> Oh, man, we turned up tonight. My brother Tony is in here. Please follow and support him on Twitter, YouTube, yeah. IG, Tony Massey Cooks. Yeah, all one word. That's that's who I am everywhere. Actually, go to TonyMasseyCooks.com, and you'll see all my stuff there, too. Yes, man. The brother is an incredible chef, and I have had some of his food. Yeah. Yo. Yeah, he he different. So please support this brother. I'm glad he's able to come in and turn up. Let's get these callers cracking. Attila from Houston was <laughs> she asked, hang up? No, she didn't. <laughs> and she asked a very powerful question that we're going to need you to answer. Attila, can you restate the question? It's for okay those if who you don't just, remember. Don't worry about it. She does remember. For those who are just tuning in, Attila. <laughs> I ain't forgot nothing. So um, I asked. <laughs> so I asked, when was the last time that you, I'm going to rephrase, allowed a woman into your heart? And what was the ultimate outcome? What did you learn from that? Oh, this is good. So I, I won't get specific just because I, I, I want to protect the people who are involved. I, I have let people in. And I'll be honest with you, um, it has not always worked out. And it's because I, I definitely have a, a fight or flight type situation going on. I, I suffer from PTSD. Uh, and So all of these uh, notions is crazy. No, it's not. I, I, I suffer from PTSD. And, and my fear, the fear that, that causes me to react the way I do is I don't want to be hurt beyond my ability to repair that that hurt and i i understand completely that operating in that space is is it, it does not produce favorable outcomes and so for me in order for a woman to really uh, 
prove that she's not going to, you know, purposely hurt me or, or abandon me or, or let me down, she's going to have to really put forth a lot of effort to, to, to curate that space for me. So what he's basically saying, Atala, <clears throat> if you were to try to date Mr. Massey, you would have to go through an obstacle no that's that's not what i prove no your worthiness no i i just i would just need you to show up for me in the way that i show up for you and i realized that in 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 my 47 years i realized that people show up in different ways and and in different levels of uh, of capability and sometimes you you what what people say they can do and what they're actually able to do is two very different things. And I just have to learn to respect that. So you really don't trust people when they come into your life? I don't. I, I, I'll i be honest about that. I don't. There you go. I don't. And, I, and, I, and I understand. And it's not that I don't trust their intention. I just don't uh, trust their ability. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're looking at people like, you're not relationally competent. That, that's it. You are, And I don't Hold think on, that... Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Mm. Their ability or their willingness, because that's two different things. No, I, I your willingness. To, okay, let, let's let's be clear. I don't care how willing you are. If you lack competency, <laughs> 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 then I can't mess with you. I'm not going to sit here but and deal you with your potential and, and hope that you can figure it out one day. I, I don't wow. care how much you want to, to, to. You know, your desire to do something and your competence are two totally different things. Mm. Yeah, Tony gonna make it. Don't got, we all four fall short of the glory of, of God? Of, no, of the yes. glory of Tony. <laughs> no. Say I'm it, Tony. Say it how you no, mean. No, that is not what I'm we saying. We have all fallen short of the glory of Tony. That is not what you. Okay, again, y'all are paying me out to be a megalomaniac. That's not who I am. A little bit. No, not at all. I'm saying that. <laughs> I'm saying that I lay it out very clear from the very beginning. This is not something you have to figure out. I laid out very clear. These are the things that I need. If you cannot do these things, just be honest. Just be honest. Okay. And a lot of people say, I can do it. I can, I can do it. What they're saying is, I want to do it, but I lack the capacity for it. Wow. Atala, you brought Houston, <laughs> Texas in the building. Thank you for grilling Tony. You grilled him up good. Yeah, you did. Now who's the chef? Huh? Thank God I live alone. <laughs> Atala cooked you right on yeah, up. Hey, did. if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call us at 1-800-920-1580. Let's get these callers in here. Let's get them going. Let's get them on. Who's been on the longest? Mimi, Jacksonville, Florida. Get in here. Hey, Zo. Hey, everyone. Hey. Hey. You're just going to make me do it more if we need to say it that way. Hey. All right, Mimi. Hey, Zoe. What up, Mimi? What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? I embrace my sultry voice and my sultriness. I'm proud of it. Thank you for the compliment every time you play that song. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to say this is a great show. It's a great topic. And I want to say this first off the top. After seeing some pictures of Tony's Instagram, I would perhaps date him. I just want to say that. Thank he you, He seems Mimi. like he's really has a lot of potential in a good way. Thank she you. said you're not ready. 
You've got potential. <laughs> I got potential. <laughs> With a little help, some coaching. With a little help from Mimi. Right. Boy, she can get you right. Put, on, put me on the 12-step program. <laughs> get all that crazy out of you. You'll right. be good. Okay, yeah. Um... You said earlier, though, it was either you or Tony, you said, why do men struggle with understanding women? Mm -hmm. And I just want to say, I have a quick story. I was planning a girl's trip, and my ex, you know, he basically asked me all the details. I told him. So when he was planning his boy's trip, I asked because I thought, well, we have an open communication, healthy relationship, so I thought. It was like very little details, and I was like, something's wrong with that picture. Why can't I know what you're doing? You know, why can't I know everything like you wanted to know about me? I mean, I told him the hotel, who's coming, what we're doing. One of my friends wanted to go to a strip club, her idea, not mine. Everything. But he just basically wanted to tell me where he was going. He told me one, uh, the people that were going with him. One of the guys is kind of, how can I say this, ho-ish. Um, wow. So therefore, okay. I guess he didn't want to share the full itinerary because he had other plans. Excuse me, I'm sorry. They had other plans. When you go to Las Vegas, you do Vegasy things. So why wasn't the communication clear on his end when mine was open, honest, and clear? So why do men have difficulty uh, Mimi, communicating? You just, you just made Zoe's point. Of course. Did I? Yeah. Yes. Oh, and okay. It, and it irritates me that I got to sit here and concede to Zoe. Please, concede. It was your expectations that disappointed you, not the boom. man. Boom, 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 yeah. Boom, boom. You, well, you communicated according to your expectations. And when he didn't, when he didn't um, communicate in the way that you expected him to, in the way that you did, when mm -hmm. he didn't, when, when you didn't receive what you gave, that that became your disappointment. So it wasn't him withholding information; it was that he did not volunteer as much information that you did. Right, but and, that and, was and what that's, he was supposed to do. But let me say something, Mimi, really quick. According to what, <laughs> Mimi? That that is a real big problem that in relationship. Yeah. When we when we show love the way we know how. Right. And if we think the way we show love is really good, we tend to think you need to show love like me yeah. or better than me. Yeah. So there's always this air of comparison mm -hmm. and competition in the sharing. Right. And, and, and trust me, that will lead to misunderstandings. It will. Big time. Let me ask this. May minute. I, I, Can I ask, ask this real quick? quick question? Go ahead. When y'all go on boys' trips, do you tell your partners everything? I, I tell I tell her if I go on a boys' trip, I, I'm going to tell anyone what I feel they need to know. Wait, first off, hold on. We're going to get back to your fugazi <laughs> response because your response was fugazi. No, it was real. Just say that again. I'm going to give you as much information as I feel you need to know. So not everything. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer any questions you may have. As well, honest as I can. Well, you just don't assume she wants to know everything. Like, I mean, if you're going to see a, if you're going to a strip club, you can just tell her, right? Okay, 
the Fifth Amendment protects us from self-incrimination. Right, Why right. would I do that? But that's crazy. <laughs> and then let me come back because Tony be Tony got the sleight of hand what? with the words. He's what? like the David Blaine what? of talking. It's illusions with his words. But let me just say this. You're not going to never catch Zoe on a boy's trip. That's what you're not going to do. You ain't, head, you ain't heading to Vegas with the fellas? No. Why? Man, I, <laughs> I'm i a lone wolf. Okay. You know this. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, what? Sigma male, yeah. What are we, what? Yeah. Let's go to Vegas and hang out with dudes. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I was thinking like a bachelor party or something nah, like that. No, I'm straight. You good? No, I'm good. <laughs> so when you go to strip clubs, you go alone? I don't go to strip clubs. That, I don't go to strip clubs. Uh, what, that's just you the, don't go to, No, that's like just the house of trauma. Go to strip <laughs> I went to oh. a strip club in the 90s. Yeah, but no. back in the day. I, that's just, no. I've reached a point in my life, Mimi, where I don't, I'm no longer entertained. I'm just disgusted. I, I just I feel like you, you can do better. I'm, I'm that guy that's talking you through. So what happened? Why, why are you here? <laughs> All right, okay. Mimi. We appreciate the call. Thank you so much. And when thank you we for the compliments, forward, Mimi. We're going to Los Angeles and Battle Creek, Michigan. My playlist is my co-host. I'm dedicating this record to Tony. It's called Cheap Talk. <laughs> wow. By Loose Ends, 1990. This is not a safe space. <laughs> Let me get my brother, let me get my sister in here real quick. Felicia, Felicia, Felicia from Los Angeles has a question for Tony. Felicia, jump in here. Thank you, young man. I am really excited about listening to this show this evening, Thank in you. which I've only been a part of it. Mm -hmm. But my question is very simple because I'm related to some masses that I don't really know. And I'm just wondering from Tony, are you, uh, is your family from St. Martinsville? This your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to find out because I don't know all my cousins and we've been looking for Massey's. And when I heard that name, I said, let me just call and ask St. Martinsville where? Louisiana. Ooh, I, I mean, we could. I mean, my people, the Masseys are in Texas, Louisiana, and here. This your cousin, Felicia? Yeah, we, probably, we probably cousins. Um, it might be. Yeah. He it got your daddy's jawline. That's your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> in area. I'm, I'm sorry? Pasadena area. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I'd have to I'd have to check the genealogist in the family. I'm not sure. Because, because there's not many of us around. Look. Right. I'm gonna call back and leave my telephone number. Okay. And uh, let's talk. Okay. Because I'm looking for my nasty cousin. So, so Felicia, uh, my engineer says just hold on the line and he'll take your number right now for Tony. Okay, great. All right. All right, cousin. You, cousin okay, Felicia, cousin. there it is. <laughs> that ain't your cousin, boy. <laughs> she finna holler at she you. Finna you know what I'm saying? That's what that was about. Oh, my God. My family is Massey's. Oh, no, we're not. But just in case. But we can be. But <laughs> hey, that was my we, cousin. We love it. We love Martinsville. it. You know I got to bring the legend, the man, the myth, the legend up in here. Heru Ali, Battle Creek, Michigan. Let's Get go. in here, brother. 
Peace and love to the family nation and others. Zoe, Andy, Tony Massey, Arabia, everybody. Listen, well, what we're not going to do. What we're not going to do. Let's what go. What we not. Okay. You know what? Andy, if, Andy, if you can cue the, you know, the church organ, you know, I'm going to go into my minister bag. Here wish, we go. I wish I had uh, a hat I could throw up in the air right now. <laughs> oh, okay. That would be interesting. Here we go. Isaiah 401. On that day, yes, seven women, my my my, seven women would take head. hold of one man and say, "We will eat our own food. We will wear our own apparel. Just let us be called by your name to remove our reproach." Why did I bring that verse up? Please tell us, <laughs> ladies. How bad do it got to be out here on these streets before you realize that you're going to have to share, brother? Wait a minute. That's a whole. Wait. Hold on. Now, listen here. Listen. Now, what we're not going to do. What we're not going to do, Heru, is have you take us on a different topic. Now, you talking about polygamy right now. Polygyny. Right. I'll do that topic tomorrow if you want. Perspective. Here comes. Is it a problem oh, he about to tie it in? He about to tie it in. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have a problem in your relationship or is your problem perspective? Respectfully. Oh, 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 Listen with curiosity instead of judgment. Practice empathy. Learn to listen beyond the words that are being said. Try to understand before trying to be understood. Respect the differences in relationships. Practice compromise. Develop deep trust. Uh, listen, you can. Uh, I know people like to start over and you know start new relationships, but the reality of it is, when you put a lot of energy and effort into somebody. It's a waste to walk away from it if it's not violent or disrespectful. You have to cultivate these tools if you want to be understood and if you want to give understanding. Listen, we started the conversation. It's up to you to finish it. I want to thank my brother Tony Massey. Tony Massey thank Cooks you thank you, thank in you. the building. We appreciate that. And